shut up. <laughs> you can't it's see the funny. cursor. And that's fine because my screen is really like dim. Yeah. So I <laughs> shout out to Megan the Stallion. How old is she? Ninety-seven. I think she might be ninety-seven. Google it quickly. Ew. She's not either... ill, but like it's weird. I thought she was she's older. She's either no, she's either our age or she's younger. She is 95. Oh, I lied. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's born in Texas. What, Houston, Texas? No, Bexar County, Texas. No, I know, because Beyonce, every, every song Beyonce's in Houston is mentioned somehow. Oh. She'll find a way to mention Texas. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Tell me there was a garage somewhere. She'll find a way to mention Texas somehow in the song. So. Little Nas X. Okay, sorry. He has this new music video. Did you see it? Oh, I saw. Uh, no, I saw about it. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Oh, please do. Okay. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Not you said you like a newsreader. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said like you said like a journalist that's trying to oh. like, trying to get the scoop. Like relax. Um. <laughs> so shout out to Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> you're trying to do a song with me. <laughs> Not, I know you don't even know I exist. But you know, one day. Uh, this might be the one she listens to. One day. Um, but you know, I got the bars, so whatever. Oh. Oh, first of all, welcome to the podcast. This Hi. is Conversations Without Context. Subscribe, like it, share yeah. with your friends. Um, indulge us for the next few minutes of your life. Thank you know? your dog. I think your dog might like this. You know, I want to talk about the strange phenomenon that I'm noticing. Well, you know, I like I notice it now. I've been noticing for years. Yeah. Decade over. What is up with creators and, and like having mental issues? And mm. I, I mean that in a very deep sense. I'm not trying to be facetious. Because <laughs> <laughs> I realized yeah. as soon as it came out of my mouth, <laughs> it sounded weird. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Because I've, we're both in the same boat. Oh, okay. Don't expose me so quickly. Uh, well, I can make that joke because I'm also in this. See, that's why that term works fine for me. Because <laughs> I've noticed that, like, generally speaking, I mean, it doesn't always have to be like intense, intense things. Yeah. But is it because I, I, I also hesitate to say that because is it just not that we're more, um, we're more we just express it more because of our, the nature of art is to express. True. And so it allows us to show those sorts of things. Whereas other industries, if you're like an engineer, no one really cares that you're having a breakdown. You're not going to show like a chip of a building or yeah, something. Like no one cares if you're a civil engineer. Like it's not part of your, I don't say to it's part emote of, is not part of your description. description. You know what I'm saying? No, that's not, for us, it's like, it's the inspiration behind it and it shows and it's literally forms part of our work. So it's more exposed in that sense. So I don't True. know if I don't, if I don't, I don't know if I completely believe in the whole thing of it just being creative or creative people or artists. Let's say. And, you know, and when I say just, I mean, obviously people from other industries and stuff, you all, everyone goes through it. Yeah. But there's a specific type of prevalence with mental illness and creativity. Yeah, it's it's a very haunted spirit type thing. Like very much like we're just not okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, in general, 
I think, I think, um, hmm, maybe it's another way of, what's the word, mortalizing our thoughts and feelings. So having like a, maybe like a physical painting or like something that you can hear and remember from that time. So you have kind of like memories that are recorded or painted out or but then again, I mean, this sounds completely messed up me saying it because I write about these things, but yeah. why would we want to memorialize these things? Because hmm. isn't that like a bad thing? Maybe it could be then not necessarily memorial. That's fine. Hey, just, <laughs> <laughs> just keep over it. Hey, just well, keep over it. But maybe as like, I don't want to say journaling, but as a way to get it out. Yeah. No, I think that's the main thing is just it, it, uh, our, the job <clears throat> is to be in touch with yourself. Yes. I mean, unless you, you make the type of music that is, you know, the escapism form or you do the type of art that is, I mean, even if you do abstract art, I mean, it's really still. Even escapism could be just escaping from your own. No, but I mean, it doesn't show like if you're. Mm. If you're like you listen to the all I want for the birthday is the boo boo, like it doesn't show on, yeah. on its face, <laughs> on face value, but yeah. you could be like, truly, he's trying to avoid his problems with sex. He has a sex addiction or something like that. That's I'm not saying that's true, mm-hmm. okay, but no, but uh, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, um, but it's just a weird thing. Do you do you think it's true? I think I find it uh, uh, I find it very common, mm. especially with the art people, artists that I'm in contact with, or that not regularly talk to, but that I usually talk to about art and depression. They seem to know what I'm talking about. They seem to generally have the same feelings or ideas, or have gone through the same phase. Some of which have had to go to um, institutions like hospitals and um, clinics to be inpatients and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just it's just such a. I don't. It doesn't make me feel comfortable to like. How do I say this? Sort of put on people if you're in this industry, whatever form you're in it, that you sort of doomed it as a god. Yeah. Because it's kind of ominous. It's not very encouraging. It isn't. <laughs> it's like you enter your happy hopes and dreams. And once you start to take it seriously, it's going to eat you alive. And the thing is, I'm not even in the industry like that, really. Yeah. At all. <laughs> I just do it from the comfort of my home. So I don't really have the shenanigans to deal with besides my own shenanigans. Yeah. Which is, I think, I don't know, like, but the sad part about it is that it, oftentimes it's fantastic inspiration. And so Listen. The, the cycle is that you're in this dark space, so in order to get out of it, you create. Mm. But, I mean, your creations are amazing, but in order to keep creating amazing, you have to stay in this dark space so that you stay inspired. But that's the thought. I think also people really enjoy darkness. They really enjoy... When you say people, are you talking about the consumer? Yes. Okay. I think 
Um, also, there's this whole thing of um, people really being drawn to drama, being drawn to the theatrics of life. But is that, is that not because people in their other industries, in their other jobs, is yeah. like whatever, as a teacher or whatever, because you're not necessarily allowed or the norm is that you don't express darkness or your struggles so that you turn to the one place where it is freely expressed, which is mm. art. Is that why people are drawn to it? Maybe. So then, the whole trope of artists being depressed, I think you already touched on this, mm. kind of falls apart because it's not that you have to be depressed to be an artist. It's just that a lot of depressed people or a lot of artists are sometimes depressed people and they come off as that trope as the struggling or tormented artist because they're able to express that in an industry that allows them to mm. versus if you're a teacher you can't you can't go there just wearing all black and like dyed your hair pink remember that one teacher oh. <laughs> Let's not go there. No. Let's skip that all together. No. Let's skip that all together. I'm so sorry, honey. I'm so sorry. I still don't, I, I don't know what happened. With oh, listen. It was, a, it was a movie. <laughs> honey, sorry for your after this. Because, wow. Oh. There's a lot happening there. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So, so then the theory does fall apart then. In the, yeah. in the end. But I just don't like the... I think for me, that's also one of my biggest, I don't want to say fears, but my biggest sort of question mark mm. is that can I create as, can I create as well as I think I do now mm. in a space that is filled with just happiness and hope? Mm. Because I think about it, when people, let's take, let's take Chance, for example. When he came out with acid rap in ten days, and, oh, and acid rap. people Some were like, "Amazing! Started. It's dark. It's drug filled. It's amazing." Yeah, it had the big day. It was a very happy situation. It was where they mm. were super happy. It's very. It's a different sound altogether. I haven't listened to it, but I know the gist of it. Mm. Um, again, I'm so behind with music. It's scary. Uh, <laughs> Is it the one that cover? He's holding like a clear disc or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and people hate it. Really. Because they were like, bruh, this sucks. Why is this, like, this, this, this nigga being happy all day, every day? Really? Which is, see, that's the problem. So now That's you, messed up. People are like, okay, we want acid rap nigga back. Because people didn't even like three. When the f- really? It was like a more gospel-y type of one. I think I They liked it, it but once. it was like, it was, eh, to mm. them. Which to me, I was like, oh, but I like it. I think because we're, we were all... Hooked well, up on acid rap. Yes, because that was the project straight after acid rap, yeah. right? Yeah. So that, for me, it's like even Adele. If Adele came out right now with an album that wasn't... I mean, people weren't feeling 25 the way they felt 21. True. But I felt like 25 was had a, was an immaculate album. It was. Just from a writing standpoint and musical standpoint, Adele didn't mm. disappoint. But because she wasn't terribly upset and she was, at the time, she was very happy with Husband Kid. Ooh. Which is why people are so excited every time her life falls apart. Remember those pictures that came out of her like on the phone being mm. really angry? People were like, oh shit, she's going to make a, a great album. She's going to be so pissed. She's going to be, it's going to be the best album. I'm like, guys, she's going through a divorce. She's devastated. Yeah. And 
people know that as a writer, she's probably going to give us fantastic notes. Okay, because that's what that's where her bag is. That's where her 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 writing one of her writing bags is. But I think with twenty five, she proved that her bag is wherever the fuck she wants it to be. True. True. But because I think people where we we are that that song, Mm-mm. I love it. But it's too happy for us, some people. I, it's a good song though. It's an amazing song about memories, like even why? like hello. Yeah, I'm like that's go. Come on. I mean, it still had that. It had that um someone like you vibe about it. That sub- yeah. that nostalgic type looking back type situation, but it wasn't in a sad woe was me. Yeah. way it was very much you know i don't know i think it's weird i think people think that i think the trope of a depressed artist making a music is a better artist yeah. is so entrenched in us that when we see artists doing badly or they look disgruntled like i remember uh worst example but when apparently when J. Cole lets his hair go and he looks like someone said a hobo, oh. then they know he's gonna make a good album. I'm like, no. don't you want people to be healthy? No, because Jay looked like a hobo when he made 444, but oh. he, he, it was a great album. No, J. Cole. I know. Oh, oh. I'm talking about Hope. Oh, okay. Because okay. he grew his hair out. He always grows his hair out when he's writing, but now I think he just decided to just keep growing because he usually cuts it off for his reasons. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... Is there a space for happy art? Yeah. You know what that space is? What? Trap. <laughs> I think... Because, I mean, think about it. If Busket wasn't severely depressed and all that jazz, mm-hmm. wouldn't he have been... And that tormented, would he have been... He was. Would he have created what he created? Would he have been as good as he was? I'm asking. Man, there's holes in my head. Like, I mean, I don't know that many visual artists, so you can name names and talk about them if you wanna. Um. Ooh, it's hard to think of someone who's happy right now. Even Van Gogh, maybe. Tormented. From the jump. I mean, my man's is never happy. <laughs> he even lost an ear. Come on now. But I mean, these things are still iconic today. What's this thing about? Okay, I, I even don't... dance. Like you can talk about dance. Sorry, before oh, you close, no. even dance. Like if you think about even. Like, how many people really want to watch like a really happy ballet show? I don't know what they called. <laughs> 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 a ballet show yeah. or like contemporary dance like they want to see something dramatic that tells a story that's about passion and loss you know what i'm saying what if it's about people wanting to relate wanting to find something that represents how they're feeling or thinking which then will make you believe that the majority of people are severely depressed if that's the only thing that they relate to mm. is heartbreak and sadness and frustration yeah because if we were if art is supposed to express the full range of human emotion, there should be space for happiness because that's part of the range of emotion. Yeah. But if that's not being received, and the only thing that's being received well, and that sells well, is the sad, bad, dark stuff, 
what are people doing to feel happy? Maybe they're not listening to music. Maybe they're not buying art. They don't, they don't find it in art. Their happiness. Yeah. Maybe they're finding it in other things. Yeah. And they don't go to art for happiness then. Mm. You mean like now visual and music? Everything. All, all types of art. I mean, maybe you could say happiness is is the, um, you know, like the club music. Okay. Maybe that would be okay, the happiness. Okay, for sure. For sure, there's a space for it. I mean, I don't know how that would that would translate in terms of visual art. Maybe I can see dance. Yeah. I can see dance being like upbeat and all that jazz. Acting, comedy, probably. But even if you look at film, whatever, like, cutesy, happy movie, even if it's a child's movie. There's always some sort of There's dance. always some... Pixar movies do very well. Yeah. They portray sadness and grief and death and oh my goodness thinking of of um the movie soul that it recently came out it's an animated movie mm. based on this um jazz artist who dies wow <laughs> have you watched it um i fell asleep but <laughs> i was drunk okay i was watching it drunk but uh, But you fell asleep, I fell asleep. Um, I was I was drunk, but just the way that they, because it was talking about this this jazz artist. I'm gonna spoil it. This jazz artist who was a um, a jazz teacher at school, music teacher, focusing on jazz. Um, and his dream was to be this huge jazz player in his city or in the country, whatever. And he spent all his life trying to fulfill this and ignoring the rest of his life, everything else that was going on. And he found himself being really sad and he dies. Like, and I don't know if he gets hit. No, he falls down a manhole and he dies. Is this in real life or the movie? No, this is the movie. This is the movie. Oh, okay. And they spend the whole movie trying to find fulfillment and eventually it's a happy ending, of course. But he's still dead. Okay, I don't know how it ends. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how it ends. But I think, though, with the sadness or depression or whatever, it's always going to be a part of us. But how do we get to the place where we start enjoying? I don't know. You get what I mean. No, I don't. That's amazing. Not you, then. <laughs> No, but that, yeah, that's, um, I mean, you and I are a victim of these things. Because we don't really recreate well when we're happy. Okanye, is it a question of what is happiness? What is happiness? Okay. I haven't felt happy in a very long time. Me neither. So I can't define that for you. Me neither. So, like true happiness, not like, not like, there's no ideations or anything like that, but it's just like yeah. a very much... You just go with the flow type situation. Yeah, for now it's like a surface level happiness at most for me. But I think that's most people because I think it's gonna sound terrible, but there's very few people in the world that sit and live very full, content like everything is in them just so they're very oh, happy. Oh, for sure. So I think for a good majority of us, a lot of us are sitting with a surface level happiness anyway. 
but I think it's about just digging a little deeper. Because, I mean, there's very few people that actually get to live fully, as in, like, live their passion and their actual... True. Um, I think happiness is mm. like not necessarily generated, and also temporary, as much as sadness is. Yeah. Excitement and grief and whatever other emotion. What it is toxic positivity too. So, oh. that, so that whole thing of having to have to be happy all the time in order to prove that you're okay is also not weird. Healthy. Sometimes you're just okay. Like right now, I'm just okay. Yeah. There's okay. nothing bad or good. It's it's just I'm just neutral. it's the life we lead. Oh my goodness! Wow, <laughs> unlocked a memory there. <laughs> um, I promise you we're fine. Like don't call us. <laughs> call me. Okay, so call I can me. get a jiffy for you. Call oh. me. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, so sorry, but um, um. I wanted to add, what if? I feel like if we were happy, we wouldn't really still be pursuing things. Not that you'd have to be sad to pursue things, but we're not fully there content. Would, there would be no longing. There would be no longing for there, You'd be content. Like right now, I'm longing for a lot of things. I want money. I want happiness. I want people. I want emotion i want to be able to create again mm, yeah um yeah 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 i wanted to add something and then i realized Ugh, you're too profound uh, <laughs> that's it, that's it. i want to hear it no it, it's um <laughs> so creepy <laughs> Uh, you're right, because if we, I mean, I'm just going to repeat what you just said. I mean, if you're content, if you're happy, not even happy, content. Yeah. If you're content, there's, but you'd also want to express that, would you not? Because expression True. is not just expressing the bad, it's expressing everything. True. So that's, that's why I didn't want to finish a sentence the way I just felt it, sorry. I guess for me, I've never... Not never, let me not say never. In my adolescence and in my adulthood, I've never been able to or have not yet been able to express art in happiness or in contentment. And that's my problem because that's me. That is me. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to... No, before you guys say anything in the comment section, no, stop the music behind my writer's block. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that... That is, um, yeah. I just find that I can't, I can't even conceptualize well, because now I'm, I'm training myself to do, to not write about a particular topic, because I feel like somehow everything I write goes back to being down, and it's, I can get a little. Some people get great niches, but I feel like there's only so far you can be repetitive, without it sounding. Ma'am, listen. Terrible. No, listen. Lupe rapped about coke for how many years now? Lupe. What am I talking about? <laughs> I was like, which Lupe? Embarrassing. <laughs> you mean Pusha? Pusha, my bad. But the, the, that's what, the thing with Pusha is, what I like about Pusha is that compared to other people that are rapping about the same thing all day, every day, 
is that he finds a way to say the same thing so differently each time. True. Like, I mean, it's 20 years. I don't know how he still manages to, to learn about Coke in a creative way each time. You know the subject always. matter is the same thing. But how he manages to, to, to change it up. He doesn't time. use the same words, whereas like some of these rappers, they, they talk about the same thing, but then they also use the same words. So it's the same song, just a different Yes, yeah. so you can talk about the same thing, but the, your vocabulary has to be wide enough that it doesn't seem like you're talking about... It doesn't immediately... You don't immediately have a deja vu moment when you're listening to these songs. What if that's your niche? What? Your topic. Yeah, but I mean, I want to be a bit wider than that. I mean, mm. I'm. It could be your fans. It no, but I'm. Your, I, your... Now it's not even necessarily that. Now it's just me being super really like introspective and like mm. about everything, not just that. So that's the phase where I'm in. I think that's my niche is introspection. <laughs> I can dissect myself very well. I think. I mean, I'm still. Obviously, every human has blind spots to who they are. Yeah. That's not, I'm not going to sit and act like my perception of me and me to other, from other people's perspective is the same thing. It's not. Mm. There's always going to be, um, I don't want to say deviation, what's the word? A separation? Maybe kind of like a conscious and, un- and subconscious type thing? Yeah. There's a certain things that you are conscious of or you train yourself to become conscious of. Mm. And then there's other things where, um, you know, it's more noticeable from another person's perspective, which is then usually when they say it to you, it's like, oh, that hurts. You know, usually. <laughs> or sometimes yeah. it'll be a good thing that you don't necessarily notice about yourself or you yeah. want to acknowledge about yourself. Say that's another thing. Cause sometimes it's just about the fact you don't want to acknowledge it. It's something you subconscious. Mm. So there's that. But that's I think that would be my niche. I want that. I prefer that than it to just be one particular subject because then it opens up the door for me to speak about that same umbrella topic of introspection. Yeah. In a myriad of different ways that allow me to A use a wider vocabulary. Mm. And then a wider sense of musicality. Because all those things, you can talk about the same thing, but the way that you present it to the world is completely different. You can talk about it in, through jazz, through neo-soul, through hip-hop. Trap. You can talk about it through rap and through singing. You can talk about it um, abstractly through a, an extended metaphor. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing, you can always, you can literally name a song after each type of emotion. There's so many different ways you can take it when you do it that way, which is why I'm training myself to be that more that way. I don't, I don't want to say I'm just training because I feel like I'm there, mm-hmm. but I guess it's a continuous training. But yeah, I don't know. It's very, it's still, it's still, it still stems from a darkish place. So that I don't think that will ever really go away. I, I still do wonder what would happen if it's like once that level of contentment and happiness is reached which I would hope is going to happen when it happens mm-hmm. what was my next step? Do I just go into acting then? Uh, <laughs> maybe you continue maybe you go through contentment and then different other emotions that come with being content Contentment doesn't really help 
<laughs> facts. I mean, and, I mean, styling shouldn't be your point, but even if your livelihood, it should be a consideration, a very big one. Yeah, but it's not styling to have a style or have jeans. True. At least once in my history. <laughs> I could prove to the folks. But you what? I'm woke. Oh. I know the terms. Oh. <laughs> I'm just deep in my niche is hurting. Um. Um. But see, but yeah, that's. I mean, hold on, where we at? Um. So speaking of yeah, go. For me, my depression, I suppose. There was a certain time when. Sorry, it's what you have noticed. I have avoided saying that word the whole episode. What? Depression. <laughs> depression. <laughs> No, because I've been like, I'm not trying to own it. I'm not going to own it. Okay, I'm, I'm owning my... Depression. I'm in denial, people. Fuck. I'm, I am... I'm not in denial. I just don't like saying it out loud. That's okay. I understand. Yeah? Um, For my depression, before I got onto meds, I was in a very bad state for creating a lot. Um, and I became... my My depression kind of solidified even more. And it, how can I say this? It matured over the years. It got more complex than oh. just the symptoms. I've started noticing thoughts as well. Um, I guess maybe the symptoms and thoughts were already there, but it kind of felt like it transformed after some time. Um, and now it's kind of taken away everything from me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that is that is that's not like a uh, what's it called a villain origin story. She's like an unrelenting divorce husband of mine that just does not want to let go of the assets. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm trying to go to court every day to mm. get parts of myself back. Your lawyer's bill is higher than your house, the and I can't afford the lawyer. You have. I can't afford. You the have to lawyer. sell your house to afford the lawyers. Basically. That's a very fantastic metaphor, by the way. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I don't know where I'm going with this. But, um, uh, that sucks, man. That sucks. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, as a teenager, it was much more in control. I wasn't in control of it. It started then. I didn't even realize what it was. Yeah. Actually, because I was thinking the other day, not the other day, like a few months back. Sometime. <laughs> Because like I've been an anxious kid my entire life and I didn't know it. Same. Because I was thinking like about certain like, experiences or like things that would happen to me as a kid, that to me I guess would I not even constitute as embarrassing moments, but just moments where I was just like, "Oh, that's a terrible experience," and then I think about it, I'm like, "Oh, that's God, that's just you were anxious." <laughs> Literally. God, that's anxiety. Oh. And then I'm like, oh, but that explains me now. Oh, okay. Jeez. Now I get it. This didn't happen five years ago. This is like from like 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And that's wild. I mean, I'm not like 20, maybe 18. <laughs> I can't remember further than that. I'm not that old. Come on now. No, but I mean, I can't like commit it before like seven. True. So that's awkward for me. <laughs> but mm. like in general, like I used to remember quick story. I was in grade seven ish, and we were in class. It was like arts and culture, and it was, but it was the music portion of it. Yeah, and we had um, we had to create, we had to make up an instrument. Okay. And then, as a like a each person make up an instrument, their own instrument, 
and then in a group create a song, a short song. Intense. That's a lot. But at the time, you have to understand, I've been playing instruments from grade one to grade seven, mm. so I was musically inclined. I'm not. It wasn't like that hard of a situation for me. Yeah. But for some reason, that day, I blanked out. Like I stood up with all of them, and I was like, "Oh snap!" Sorry, and I was like, "Oh snap! I don't know what I'm doing here. This is crazy. This is stupid. I don't know what I'm doing." Like my mind started racing, yeah. and I was like, "Oh!" And then I realized they were starting to do the thing, and then I was like, "Where do I go in again? What's my part? What's happening?" And I'm like, "I don't can't even remember what is this. The one, the two, the three, or the four? I can't even remember. Mm. Like I can't remember the rhythm. I don't know where I went in. I started playing randomly. Like it made no sense. I was ruining the song." And the teacher was like, "What? What happened to you? Like, yeah, <laughs> what? What was that?" I was like, "I don't know what to tell you. Shame. <laughs> I don't know what that, to tell that's you." That's traumatizing. It is, but that's it, traumatizing. It's realizing what that was, because the way, the way that it was such a sudden rush of panic that came out of nowhere, and then left. <laughs> like. How the hell are you just gonna do that to me? Conscious? Yeah. <laughs> so I have yeah. a bunch of moments like that that would happen. Um, a bunch of stuff that would happen like that, and I didn't realize that, that was what was happening. Yeah. Also, which then I mean at that point I didn't really. I mean I thought I had started writing, but I hadn't made a choice to be a crew to be creative in the sense of making pursuing music. it. No, I mean, I'd write, I had started writing mm. raps at that point, but I hadn't, like, oh, I'm going to be a rapper or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a regular, maybe it's just us as creators. It could really be, but I don't think it is. I think we, 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 um, we, what's the word, destroyed that theory at the beginning of the show, didn't we? Yeah. It kind of unlocked memory for me. When I was a kid, I had a similar situation where... Um, I don't know if it was preschool or primary, but there was a performance that we had been practicing for like a good month or so as a group and everything. I don't know if I, I don't think I really had an important part, but it made sense for me to be in that specific position in that play. Yeah. And I just cried. I couldn't go on stage. And I was a very extroverted kid. As a kid, I was extremely extroverted. Mm. And I just started crying and I couldn't go on stage. Ooh. Wow. And my parents like went to the teacher and I was like, hey, what, what happened to my child? I was expecting my child on the stage. And I just didn't show up on the stage. I was behind I was behind the curtains, yeah. crying. And they managed to pull through eventually the rest of the scene without you. They continued the scene without me. Bitches. Oh, <laughs> the show must go on, though. I understand. No, and yeah. even um, what was the other thing? There was something else that happened, but now it's actually like making sense. Oh my! God. I've been, I've been, because I was even thinking like I used to be concerts, and they like when I was young, young, like the end of preschool, and maybe like the concert in grade one, and maybe another one in grade three. Yeah, I realized I wasn't like the lead in all of them. But like I remember one in preschool, I I I don't really remember it that well. Mm. But I, I remember having to say something. But I didn't realize that I was like starting the concert. Oh. And another one, I think the same thing happened in grade three as well. 
I was starting the second part of a concert. It was and the, the nerves. Oh no! You're just speaking to a mic and I'm shaking. Even like if you, if I, when I, I don't consider myself a shy person. Yeah. But when I have to, all of a sudden, I've noticed this recently. This like a, like a, a in the last year and a bit. When I have to speak in front of a group of people, my voice just starts to shake. Hmm. Even when I'm not nervous consciously, you subconsciously, just... I'm shaking. Because I'm not shaking, I'm fine. I'm like, let's just speak. Well, hear my voice in the mic and I'm shaking. Ew. It's like, girl, are you crying? What's happening? <laughs> no, man. No, I man. noticed. I don't even realize. When was it? That it was. I'm trying to think of what, what I was doing something that required me to speak and I didn't realize that that's what was happening. Yeah. I, I, my voice gets shaky and then I forget to breathe. Mm. So when I forget to breathe, it's so subconscious. But then I'll get to the end of the sentence or where all the, the paragraph, and I just do a huge exhale, <laughs> and it just sounds like you know that 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 out of breath sound that you're making. You like right up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> very specific, but I get it's a that's very like so. Yeah. Like that that sound. <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, girl, why am I out of breath? I'm just speaking. <laughs> what is Something going on? Something you do every day. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's such a, it's such a, it's a, it's a very weird thing, which, I don't know, wow. leads me to my next thing. Like, I don't know. I think I'm have one of those people, the thought of performing scares the crap out of me. I don't look forward to that. Mm. I don't even want to do that, ever. Damn. <laughs> Because I know I will forget my note. I know How do you I will. Know, I know I'll forget the note. I know I'll be all key. I know something will go wrong, and this is the anxiety talking. But it's like yeah. the last thing I want to do is perform in front of other people. Yeah. The last because I know it's not going to go well. <laughs> it's going to be shit. I get that. It's just not cute. It's so much, I would rather, kind of like the way you have exhibitions, releasing the product is the exhibition. Mm. I would rather have exhibitions. I would have exhibitions all day, every day. Because I don't have to see your face when you listen to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have to know, I don't have to overanalyze your body language, your micro-expressions. I don't have to, like, all I have to do is just release the art and then live in my own world Mm. of what I think it is. Mm. Which, again, I mean, you could psychologize me and talk about other stuff that's wrong with me, but I guess we can deep dive into that another day. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it could lead to a whole bunch of other problems that are with me. So, um, yeah, uh, that's another thing. That's one part of the, that's one part I really want to shake. Because it's not, it's not a nice way to live. Because you know, yeah. even when I'm driving, I'm super anxious. I'm I'm a terrible. I'm a great driver. Like you are, you're really good at driving. I'm. I can drive very well. Past my driver's test, first time was great. Everything fantastic, but the anxiety makes me the worst driver ever. Yeah. Because I hate I hate being on freeways. I hate being on overpasses. I hate having to come down, and go up. And I hate everything stalling, inclines, yeah. all that stuff. Technically, I can do it. <laughs> but it's just the... the Which the causes me to mess up. Yeah. Especially if someone is sitting in the, with me in the car. Because I know if my mom's driving, she's she's very loud oh. and extroverted. And so mm. she'll you'll hear her, dis, your, her, your, her disdain for your techniques. Oh. <laughs> That's so great. And so you're just like, I would rather you just drive. 
Yeah. And when I'm alone, if I buy my own car, I'll crash it. It's my fault. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear you talking Tell about me. it. Tell no. me. Yeah. I, it does stop you from doing a lot. So if there's one thing that I, I do want to lose so that I can live a little better is that. Yeah. Because it just, everything is, it makes life a lot trickier. So what other memories did I unlock for you? Oh, wow. Listen, in high school, I was anxious as hell. Oh, yes. Um, mm. Did you notice? Oh, no, it's on me too. Sorry. Oh, you too. Okay. <laughs> but that's how From... we became friends, because we were both miserable. But... <laughs> well, and we spent a lot on the library as well. Because we were both miserable. Exactly. So from from grade nine for me, that's when it started really bad. Mm-hmm. Grade nine throughout high school. Grade eight, I was like, okay, I'm still learning, getting used to people. But for some reason, grade nine, it just went downhill, and I Puberty. struggled making friends. Puberty. Because I was like, okay, I am. I want to make friends, but I'm scared of what people are gonna think of my personality. I haven't told them too much, but I don't want to be too little. And it'd be all this... What about you too much? I don't know, child. That, that's, that was part of the anxiety. No. That was part of the anxiety that yeah, came with it. True. And and I struggled making friends. Like, I, you're literally the only friend I had. Heat, same. In the entire high school. Same. Well, besides, you, you kind of fell off. You don't talk anymore. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but that's the same. Same. I mean, I... I mean, I got along with the other blacks, so we were. <laughs> we could sit together like as a group. I couldn't talk to anyone, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't like hang with them on my own. Like if it was like a one-on-one with someone, I was like, like it. It would just be like. Yeah. But we don't. We don't really. We have nothing in common. We're just both black. <laughs> oh. <laughs> True. True. And because there's so few of us. Yeah, the but break. they were cool people. Uh, shout out to all of you if you're listening to this. They're really great people. And yeah, I was just too anxious to talk to anyone. Yeah, I think also, like, I guess also I ran out of... I ran out of bundles. <laughs> what do you mean by bundles? I ran out of socializing bundles. Yeah. I really... I mean, if anyone knows me from high school, knows that I just never looked. I never went anywhere. I never went anywhere. So... um. Socializing wasn't really my strong point. Yeah. Outside of school, and then in school, I mean, we would basically be in the library or like sitting on a bench somewhere, yeah, talking about I don't know Kendrick Lamar. Oh <laughs> wow, what a face! <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> Damn. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about you know when we discovered cartoons and cereal and oh, Section Eighty. We were, we were, I we think... were first onto Kendrick. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something before, oh before, before Quickly actually came out. Was we were on Section Eighty. We were and on we, OD. We went back into. How did we find it? Was it was it, was it uh, swimming pools? I think it was the swimming pools. And then we went back. And we went back to overly dedicated and the rest. And then we and then the album came out and no one was feeling it. And we're like, so y'all are just not gonna listen to this. And then we both like, did you listen? And then we really enjoyed it. And then yeah. And then like in 2013, that's when the people were like, Sam and Sunny, yeah, bitch. Oh my. (laughs) Like, oh, only now, really? Only now. (laughs) We been told you guys about Kendrick Lamar. But yeah, that's how basically our friendship started. Um, We both love rap and music. You know, by the way, we were gonna do like a review. 
We're all going to do that review. T's um, and C's? Yeah. Oh my goodness. T's and C's apply. Oh my goodness. We're going to do like a review, Shandy Sun albums and, and wow. um, um, like specifically rap because that's what a phase we were in. Yeah. I mean, I'm still into rap now. Let me do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't listen to it as much as I used to, even though I do it, but like good rap. Yeah. I'm into it. So yeah. I mean, if, if, if time will tell, we'll still do it. True. But you know, it's kind of hard to be a critic and a, and a performer at the same time. Actually, it is. There's those because, who do and there's those who yeah. critique, and I'm not one of those who critique. But we can be. It's difficult to be both because I think also because people tend to think you're. If you're an artist and you create, that's yeah. all you should do. Don't do anything else. And also, but if you critique and you try to make the music, people are more judgy because you mm. judge other people. Yeah. So it's a lose lose situation because everybody's going to be judged hella hard no matter which way they start from. So happen. Just get it. Just like, I don't know. There's. there's, there's I think that I would prefer. Lose. I would prefer doing it though than critiquing. But I mean, if if things go well with this at the end of the year, we can revisit this thought. Yeah. I. Personally and we don't enjoy, have to do just rap, sorry. We can do any, any genre. I personally enjoy critiquing film. You know I don't watch enough movies to do that. You can do it with, um, you know, Miss Producer. Y'all can do it together. Actually, so, this is a preposition. <laughs> <laughs> Not a preposition. <laughs> Miss Producer, you can this hear is, this? This is a proposal. Yeah. Like, you, you can do you your know own. Where I live, I don't know where I live now, but. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do your own but, thing, um, and then like, have there's no. I mean, the more the merrier for the people. There's, if there's more different types of podcasts, you and I do it at the, the music side. You and her do the movies yeah. and the stuff side. I have a question. So now that you're, <laughs> now that you're out of high school. Mm-hmm. Physically, not mentally. Okay, <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm well past it. I'm well past it. Please it's... respect me. Oh, <laughs> how do you make friends? I don't. Never mind then. Because there's I'm... a reason why you and I are still friends. <laughs> well, actually, same. Because I'm okay. Um, this is now my second month here. Mm. I am struggling. No, but also you don't you you're working. You're not at um school. Yeah, because that's how I made my friends from school from university. Yeah, we would we were all studying the same degree. Well, and you'd always be in each other's faces. For the most part, it was like the same. Like the degree was like the courses were the same up until a certain point. Yeah, but I mean we all did the same thing, especially undergrad, not not post grad. So. That's how we met, and we all stayed in the yeah. same res. So that's it, it's a cheat code. That's basically how we became friends. <laughs> Who? Me and you. Oh, because we were at school every single day. So. Yeah, but we weren't in the same classes. That's true. We were never had. We've never had a class together. In high school. Literally never. Yeah, we had never. Maybe not even. No, didn't we have English together? Nope. In, in um, grade eleven, I think. No, we had nope. nothing together. So, it, as I think, probably, I mean, it depends the type of friends you want. You want the arty friends, you might have to do more arty things. We were just not friends. 
I don't know what to tell you though. If you want to be my friend, send me your booty hole and I'll reply. I just want to categorically say yeah. <laughs> she has never seen mine. I just want to say. No, I haven't actually. She has never seen mine. I don't plan on showing you. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't ask you to do that, but uh, this is now other people. Okay, because I just think I have enough skin in the game to not have to show you. <laughs> I'm kidding. At least, at least show me. And show me your, Okay, show me your thumbs. Just send a thumb. This is giving weird energy, man. There's no weird energy here. It's just, it's just a thumb. Okay. Why are you overthinking this? Does it, we're so far removed from the topic, it's scary. <laughs> Such a moment in a different hemisphere. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean, we, we've been chopping it up for a good 50 minutes at this point. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so if you're, if you're not an artist and you're still going through it, look to the art because it's going to help you. But look at my art. It's fantastic. What do you mean? But if you're an artist and you create from a happy space, let us know. Buy from me. Okay, I'm done. If you're an artist and you create from a happy space, let us know. Send us a link to your things in the in the, in the comment section. How do you create from happiness? And what let is, us know what yeah. the trick is. Because how are you happy? Let's start there. How are you content too? Because it's not the same thing. People expect the same thing. It's not. Um. I don't know why are you trying to sound wise. This is ill. Anyways, subscribe. <laughs> ill. Bye. Subscribe. Like it. Share it. Don't lick a brick. Don't. <laughs> I just like germs. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy this. Next time, I'm actually not gonna say anything. Next time. Next time, I'm just gonna. No, you will say something. You always do. Okay. I know you. <laughs>